What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Swing Dingers podcast. We are now at Milestone Episode 3. Trace! This is Derek Campbell along with Robbie Tittle. What's up, everybody? And we have a little change of pace today, Robbie. Let's go ahead and explain kind of what we're looking at right now. So, Derek, right now it's about 10 o'clock on Saturday night. Um, We've usually had this podcast up for several hours. We usually get this thing done about 6.30, 6.45 on a Saturday morning. Way too damn early. Oh, way too, way too fucking early. But we do it before we start kicking Saturday's ass um, at work. But tonight we, we did. We changed things up a little bit. It's been a long week for the two of us, not only with work and life, but I know Derek's been caught uh, up early in the morning by his little guy, and I have two uh, early in the morning. So tonight we are sitting in my garage mm-hmm. uh, here in Tampa, Florida, uh, beating this uh, tropical storm that's coming in. But we're actually sitting here in some lawn chairs, drinking a few local brewskis. Local brews. And kind of letting loose, which is completely opposite of what we normally do. It's usually, like I said, 6 o'clock in the morning, coffee, smoothie, mm-hmm. uh, just waking up and getting the day started tonight. We're taking in a little Steve Jobs Hell inspiration, yes. starting in the garage, making this happen. Everything started in the garage, Everything man. started in the garage. Some of the best the bands, like you said, Apple started in the mm-hmm. garage. For God's sakes, Swing Dingers is going to start in the garage. Starting right here So, guys, garage. you know what they say. You know, this is episode three. Third time's a charm. Third time's a charm. This is going to be a beauty, guys. Thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. Um, We love you guys. We actually have a couple of very good topics that we think you're going to enjoy. Um, First off, who doesn't enjoy a good baseball movie? Oh, God, Derek. I got a million of them. Got a million of them. So, today we are going to talk about, mine and Robbie, what we think is our favorite baseball movie. Yes. So, Robbie, I'll let you start off. Well, Derek... This might have been a harder decision than last week's topic, which was uh, the dingers. Um, but, you know, I didn't really have to do any research on this. I, you know, if you know me well, yep. just like a lot of my friends. and but if you don't know me very well, I have a lot of useless facts. And uh, one of them is 90s movies. Mm-hmm. So for me, this was very easy because my movie did come from the 90s era when I grew up. That was our time. Um, it was really hard, though, man. i got to be honest with you. You have some really good baseball movies. There's a, there's a lot of them out there, and there's so many different kinds of so baseball movies. Kinds. There's I mean, funny, there's serious, serious. there's you motivational, got, you inspirational. Got the, you got the rookie field of dreams, Moneyball. But, you know, me being the uh, big goober ass that I am, it's definitely not any of those. <laughs> those um, are all too serious. Those are all too serious. You know, I was thinking, you know, the movie that would be most like me mm-hmm. in real life if I was to become a baseball player, obviously, would probably be the Benchwarmers. <laughs> bunch of jackasses that really don't know what they're doing uh-huh. and have no really idea of being out on a baseball field, that would probably be my real life story. I could see you hanging out there in left field. Yeah, I'd definitely be the David Spade character, mm-hmm. that's for sure. But um, the one that kind of really set in my heart that I think about all the time, i got to be honest with you, I still quote this movie. As a 32-year-old man with a family, I still quote this movie, and that's Rookie of the oh, Year. hell yes. I mean, come on, man. Here's Henry, a kid. He breaks his arm, and he goes to the doctor and smacks his doctor in the face because he's got some weird genetic thing that went wrong with his arm that now he can throw like a 105-mile-an-hour mm-hmm. fastball. You know, he's got a cannon on him. And the kid's like 10 years old, which was perfect because at the time when this movie came out, I was about the same age as him, just like you. And it really just made me feel like this 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 could be me, man. That could, yeah. It could be. Absolutely. He played for your team. He played for the Cubs, yep. which i got to be honest with you. Deep down, I think everybody in the world has got to be a Cubs fan. Everybody hates the fucking Yankees deep down, but everybody's a Cubs fan. I tell you down. what, 
I found that out after we won the World Series. Uh, see? We found a lot of Cubs fans. There's I had no idea they even existed. I never saw until then. But, you know, here he is, Henry. He's got this arm now. He's playing for the Cubs. But, you know, one thing that was great is some of the quotes that come from this mm-hmm. movie. So he's got his two buddies that kind of go to all the games with him. His mom goes to the game with him again. He's like 10 years old. And one of the things that, that Henry does is he's, pitcher's got a big butt. My wife and I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old, and we still quote, pitcher's got a big butt. <laughs> we'll watch a baseball game and yell that at the screen. We were just at a Rays game a couple weeks ago against the Braves, and I'm yelling, pitcher's got a big butt with my kids. And you know what? At a Rays game, every single person in the stadium heard you, I bet. They did. They're just... All 15 <laughs> of them heard me out in the outfield. The, including the pitcher. So for me, that was a great one. And you know, Derek, I hate to do this to you, but there's a quote on that movie. Okay. That the announcer, the late John Candy, mm-hmm. uh, played Cliff Murdoch, which was the announcer for the Cubs uh, in this movie. And it, it set the kind of set the stone. He says, opening day at Wrigley. And oh, what a sight. The diamond, the decorations, and the dread of yet another losing season. Oh, wow. That's fucked up, man. It is. But that's... Derek, for the time, brother, you got to be honest. It was the truth until a couple years ago. This is true. But... Again, this was a really hard decision for me because you had Rookie of the Year. You have the Bench Warmers, which I know was not in the 90s. Yep. My God. You had a league of their own. There's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball. Some of the greatest quotes in this world come from baseball movies. So this was a really hard decision for me. But I got to go Rookie of the Year because for me, I lived that man. Yeah. I wanted to be that kid. And Derek, I thought, hey, if he can do it, my God. I can do it, right? Still waiting. I mean, look at it. Just take a look at... I don't know if you remember the Yankees player, Jim Abbott. Yep. Uh, This guy had one hand. One hand. Not only did he have one hand, he actually threw a no-hitter one He threw a no-hitter. So, again, for something you guys don't know because you don't know me, I am am the one-legged bandit. Yeah, ready to roll. I am... And I thought, man, if this kid can break his arm Mm -hmm. and throw a 105-mile-an-hour fastball at 10 years old... And then you got Jim Abbott that plays for the Yankees that has one hand. I'm going to be the next fucking Babe Ruth. Yeah. I can gonna, do it, right? You can do this. And I played baseball my whole life, and I think that's the only thing that got me through was, i got to be honest with you, the cockiness of knowing that Jim Abbott did it and Henry from Rookie of the Year did it so I could do it too. So That's motivational as hell, man. I had two legs and was not that good. So. Hey, you know what? I probably wasn't that great. It's probably more <laughs> like a scene from Wolf of Wall Street when he's trying to get out of the car. Uh-huh. He thinks he did a great job, but he really was a fucking shit show. That's probably how my baseball career I was. I see that foreshadowing tonight, actually. That's how it's kind of going I'm, down there. Actually, uh, it's time to... There we go. Uh, there we go. So what, what was your movie? All man? right, so this actually... This was this was hard for me. Okay. Um, Because I love sports movies. Yep. I've seen all the baseball movies out there. And as you mentioned, you have all the great ones. You have Field of Dreams, mm-hmm. Moneyball, Major League. All of those diehard fans. Seen them, seen them tons of times. But the one that really hit home that... The first time I watched it, I was like, you know what, that's me. Okay. Is the movie Fever Pitch. Oh, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Big Red Sox movie. Yep. So the thing that caught me on that was his dedication to baseball. Gotcha. So he finally meets a girl, but the baseball was getting in the way of their relationship because yeah, of how, how diehard he is. So you had a quote. I have a quote as well that I kind of wanted to go into that kind of describes myself as a baseball fan. So one of his friends, 
as you know, Red Sox, this was, they were actually taping this the year that the Red Sox won the World they Series. They were. They were actually so, in the crowd. Correct. That was live taping. So they, so they were filming this movie, obviously with not the expectation that the Red Sox were going to break that curse. <laughs> Absolutely not. So his friend comes up to him and says, why do we inflict this on ourselves? Ben, Jimmy Fallon, why? I'll tell you why. Because the Red Sox never let you down. Troy, confused as shit because they always lose and haven't won in 100 yep. years, says, huh? That's right. I mean, why? Because they haven't won a World Series in a century or so. So what? They're here. Every April they're here. At 105 or at 705, there is a game. If it gets rained out, guess what? They make it up to you. Does anyone else in your life do that? The Red Sox don't get divorced. This is a real family. This is the family that's here for you. Ooh. And I tell you what, that hits home. It does. That hits home because as a Cubs fan, I I, I, got I, I went through this. I went through this year in, did. year out. My life was kind of a shit show for about five, six years with family. My parents getting divorced, but you know what? The Cubs were always were there, there for, for me. Amen. They, they were losing game in and game out. But uh, 2003, they started to win a little. And this movie came out shortly thereafter. Hit home for me. Fever pitch. Derek, that's good, man. That, that, that one's solid. I got a confession to make with you. And I hate that I'm doing this on the podcast. But uh, as I mentioned in episode one, I'm a lifelong Atlanta Braves fan. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's a good year for us so far. I'm going to knock on wood on that one. But Derek, fever pitch... When that came out, I was in college. Yep. You know, living in the fraternity house, living the good life. I had a couple fraternity brothers that were from New York. And I love nothing more than to give them shit oh. about New York. <laughs> so that year... Fuck the Yankees. Sorry uh, No, 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 no. That's all right, man. I, I gotta be honest with you. I became a Red Sox fan. Whoa. Yeah, so... Okay. Maybe it's the three beers that I just chugged. It was that good of a movie. It was a really good movie, but I think it was the fact that, here I am, I'm a Braves fan, right? Great team. We were originally the Boston Braves, but yep. in the middle of Milwaukee, and then we moved down to Atlanta in the 60s. Great. But I was like, man, here's a team that's got history. History. Got some of the greatest players of all time. And then I saw this movie, and I got to see Fenway really, you know, showcase on this movie, and, and it kind of was able to give my fraternity brother some shit. So for about... Four solid years. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of converted. Anytime you can talk shit, it was to your amazing, brothers, man. You it was amazing. Advantage. I will admit it. I was a bandwagon fan. I had, for God's sakes, it became such part of my life. I had people giving me Red Sox memorabilia for birthdays and Christmas. My own family. That's that's not good. Though. Got me a big. Poppy. I'm probably not. I'm probably not gonna let you live I this know. down. Like for the rest of rest of our time together, I can't let you live this down. But it, it, in de- in my defense. I do have a really awesome Big Poppy Christmas ornament that I put on our tree still to this day. Big Poppy's a beast. Every year. I mean, he's the man. He's Big Poppy, for God's sakes. Yeah. So, but, actually, I just, I just thought of a funny story with this movie that kind of kind of entails where I'm at with it and my uh, relation to it. So, okay. my senior year of college, actually, my, yeah, it was my senior year. I was starting to date this girl and took her to a Cubs and Reds game in Cincinnati. Okay. So we're sitting there. Things are going well. She asked, you know, we're just small talking. She says, hey, what's your plans for the next week, week and a half? I said, well, the Cubs, we have two more games here. And okay. then, we, then we have a 10-game home set in Chicago. And she looked at me, and she was like, well, what's your plans? And that was it. That's all, that's all, that's all I needed to hear. I just told you my plans. I will be here in Cincinnati for two more days. Me and you will go our separate right ways uh, for the next 10 days as I go to Chicago to watch the Cubs. Well, Derek, I've met your wife. It's definitely not the woman you're married to. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's definitely not the woman you're married I got, to. I got lucky enough to uh, find a fellow 
Chicago Cubs oh fan. Her gosh. family is diehard Cubs fans, and uh, it, it all worked out. Speaking of family, I got to give a big shout-out this week to the one and only Juan Soto with the Washington Hell yeah, Nationals. man. He had, he had a good week. He did. This kid gets called into the big leagues. This, I, guys, I'm getting that nipple sensation again. Oh, God. It is. Oh, God. Amazing. It is the thing that everybody, man, woman, child, I don't care who you are, dreams about. You get called up into the big leagues. You're playing for an okay team with the Washington Nationals. An okay team. They're all right. But he gets called up. I don't care if you're getting called up to the Chicago White Sox, the Tampa Bay Rays. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Robbie, hold on. Ooh, I love that sound too. Go. (laughs) All right, continue, continue. He gets called up to the big leagues, right? Here he is. He's probably nervous as hell. You just got called up. You got your jersey. You got a, you got a fucking jersey with your name on it. And you didn't get it made at the MLB shop and paid two hundred dollars for it. Holy it God. was given to you. Here he is. He's got his jersey. His first pitch in Major League Baseball, Derek. First pitch, not first at bat, not first game. His first pitch in the Major League Baseball. He knocks. A fucking dinger. A dinger. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? A dinger. I I gotta be honest with you. As a grown man, I got a little teary eyed when yeah. I watched this. And what made me even more teary eyed was watching a video from the Dominican Republic mm-hmm. Baseball Academy. Of his family, right? Yes. As they were watching him hit that home run. It's amazing. You can't even see because of the quality of the video and you can't because they're jumping up and down and they're screaming and they're yelling and but you can just feel I don't care what language you speak, you can feel the passion and the love for Soto and that video. And, and you know what we talked we talked about the DR last week a little bit with the steroids and we did. the we accessibility did. to, you know, whatever whatever they need, whatever, whatever they want. Yeah. But that the passion they have for baseball they live it they do they live they it. absolutely live it, it and is... i think us as the, as as the u.s we're trying to get back to that glory days yeah and the thing that really set my the world heart... baseball classic did it a couple oh years it did ago. it absolutely I brought a little bit back but you know going back to the family like we were talking about i want to welcome juan soto mm-hmm. to the swing dinger nation and the swing dinger family welcome juan welcome juan, juan. welcome I, you know what i gotta say we, we we put out a lot of content throughout the day throughout the week and we do a lot of dms to people and we send a lot of messages and a lot of reply to a lot of people on instagram facebook twitter but brother i fucking love you we love you man i sent you a message saying congratulations welcome to the big leagues from the swing dingers you did you you swung to ding. You swung to ding. And you did it. And you know what, Derek? First pitch dinger. He replied back. The one Guys, you won't you won't believe the reaction that Robbie and I had when both of our phones dinged that Juan Soto replied back to us thanking us for our message. He did. And Juan, you know what? I, I sent you a separate message after that, you know, not only congratulating you again, but welcoming to the Swing Dinger Nation, the Swing Dinger family. If you're listening to this because you're a good guy, and you said you were going to listen to this, and you're probably listening to this in the clubhouse. And if you are, that means Bryce Harper's in the ba- Bryce Harper's in the background. Hey, hair flip to you, brother. Comb it, comb it up. But uh, I want to say thank you, man. Congratulations, and you know what? Tear some shit up. Tear some shit up. Let's Swing to it, ding, man. brother. Swing, Swing to, ding. to ding. Swing to ding. And Derek, that that kind of brings me into our next thing. Swing to ding. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one thing we did last week that I really liked was charging the mound. Was our kind of like little rant session. 
Um, and that being said this week, our rant session really is about the positionless Major League Baseball, as we're this, calling it. This subject fired me oh, up God, this me week. Me too, brother. So it became a topic, a very hot topic throughout and the baseball world. When I don't know if you guys have watched recently because nobody watches the Rays, but they actually made some headlines this mm-hmm. week starting their reliever, Sergio Romo. This was on everything. This is on ESPN, this was on Dan Lavatard, you name it. This was on every major news station for sports. They were going against the grain. And for those of you who don't know, this was an idea that was probably thought of a while ago. But the one that hits home for me was knowing that Lou Pinella had originally come up with this idea years ago and just got absolutely torched for the he idea because he was going against the history of baseball, how baseball should be played, and he never went through with it. Right. But you know what? Kevin Cash on the Tampa Bay Rays, respect you know to you for going through with this and starting a relief. Congratulations, relief. Tampa. We are very impressed because you know what? It is. It's 2018, Terry. 2018. Things do need to change in baseball, and I am all about preserving the history of baseball and what it is and – you know, the nine innings, everything. But I'm okay with switching things up a little bit. And you know, and you no, know what? No, it kind of works no, out. Nobody, nobody knew how it was going to go. No. Because Sergio Romo, for one, is not the Sergio Romo who closed a couple no. World Wait, Series. Y- Romo or AJ for Backstreet Boys? Either one. Okay, it's a toss-up. Gotcha. All right. Cool. You want a coin? Do you got a coin flip? Uh, Either one. Yeah, we're good. All right. So nobody knew how it was going to go. But if I remember correctly, and I believe they were going against the Anaheim Angels. All right. That's correct. So you are starting the game against three of the premier hitters in baseball yep. with Trout, mm-hmm. Justin Upton, and Pujols. Yep. All three right-handed batters. Why the hell wouldn't you throw one of your best relievers to start sense. the game and get Why your first Why do you put a outs? reliever in? To get three outs. <laughs> exactly. And Why not start that person? And matchups. So you're going righty on righty, starting your top reliever, and now all of a sudden you're getting trash for it. So he starts one game. Yep. They say, fuck it. Let's start him two games. Let's do it again. So, guys, two games, back-to-back starts, two and a third innings pitch, six Ks. Yep. I know we're dingers. I know we're all about dingers. But he basically gave the middle finger to everyone in Major League Baseball. Hats off to you guys. Go fuck yourself. We're doing this. We are doing this. And, you know, and that's not the only thing that's been changing in baseball. Mm -hmm. This positionless, uh, you know, fielding that's going on. Look at the Astros. The Astros just did it. They went for it, man. They went for it, man. I actually did. I actually took a picture of this because it's crazy. And obviously, we're, we're a podcast because you can't see. You can't see it. So I'm going to explain a little bit to you. You have got your first baseman at first base, standard, back a little bit. Standard. standard. You got your shortstop. He's a shortstop. He's back a few feet. Mm-hmm. You got your second baseman, all the way to the right. You got your right fielder. You got your center fielder. You got your left fielder. You got your third base. Just a little bit close to your left fielder. Mm-hmm. They did this because they were batting against. Uh, it was Gallo. Gallo, Joey, Joey Gallo. Was a bat, I believe, on this one. And you know what? It worked out for them. Guys, they had eight fielders. Eight on the right side. The Mariners did the same thing. Eight fielders on the right side, and so, it worked. Who the, gives a shit? You know, guys, it's still baseball. It's still the same baseball that we know, that we live, that we breathe, that we bleed, that we cry for. It's still the same baseball. I don't care if Altuve went out there and stood and did a handstand Mm -hmm. out on the 400 mark on the outfield wall. It's still baseball. They're still in their uniform. They're still abiding by the rules of baseball. Him and Carlos Correa could be doing a little handshake together in the outfield. Go give two shits. Because you know what, guys? It's baseball. I don't care. If you're shifting positions in order... To go up against the batter, mm-hmm. so be it. Who gives a shit? And I'm listening. 
I've been watching CBS Sports, Fox Sports, MLB, everything you can think of, and all the hatred out there. Oh, it's only a matter of time before they start putting regulations against this and rules and... Fuck you. Fuck you. It's baseball. This is baseball. And if you have the percentages and you have the data, why the hell wouldn't you use it? We're all about the swing dinger lifestyle. We are all about going up to the plate, swinging for the fences 100% 100 of the time. But if you get a batter like Joey Gallo, who is a swing dinger, he swings to ding. Oh, he swings to ding, brother. But he swings to ding one way only. He's not an opposite field hitter by any means. 100% pole hitter. What they are doing is forcing him to become a Tony Gwynn type hitter. They are. And, And until he proves them wrong... Why? Why? It doesn't matter. Why? Guys. Why are you going? Why are you going to continue to line up in your traditional fielding positions it, when he's getting hits where you could have fielders at? It doesn't matter, guys. And I know there's a lot of things out there right now. And again, we're just going to kind of talk about the positionless baseball right now. There's a lot of things about changing baseball, whether it be the pitcher time clock, mm-hmm. whether it be the what we do in the extra innings, starting a, a batter on second, the mound visits. I get that. There are some things that kind of you know. You know, I'm gonna stop you there. If they ever ever implement starting. Somebody on second base and extra innings, I'm going to lose my shit. Well, Derek, I think they do. I think it's called T-ball. T-ball. Yeah, yeah, they do that all right. So We're it's kidding. fine. It's T-ball. It's okay. Okay, but sorry. It's fine. But again, Touchy guys, subject. it's just, it's still baseball. It's still true American pastime, apple pie, American flag. For God's sakes, hey, America. what is this weekend? Memorial Day weekend, baseball. You're just switching things up a little bit. So what if you throw your second or third baseman out in the outfield? You know what? We did it in Little League. Mm-hmm. We did it in Babe Ruth. Did we not push our second baseman, sometimes our shortstop, out into the outfield grass and off that sand? It's no different. Maybe you're moving them, yes, a little bit further. There's still a fucking third baseman. Yeah. I think what's bothering everybody about this is you got your old dogs. And I'm all about the old dogs in the sport. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys are what helps make the Major League Baseball Major League Baseball. But you know what? As, as a baseball player that was back in the day, and by God, I was no means any, anywhere being good, but if I had an edge mm-hmm. and somebody told me, hey, Robbie, as long as you're good at defense and batting, I don't care if you can play first base, second base, third base, shortstop, right field, center field, outfield. It doesn't matter. As long as you're good at fielding, you're fast, you're good. It's you know, giving the kids the edge, Derek. It's giving the kids the edge, and you know what? Somebody you're referring to that just brought up what I was thinking about this thing. Zach Kozart. Okay. From the Angels. Yep. So, Sergio Romo started against their team. Yes, he did. He had an issue with it. And his issue was laughable. It was laughable. So, he was saying that by starting a reliever, it was giving him a less opportune chance to get hits during the game. And his reasoning was, well, when you're... When you're playing a baseball game and you're first at bat, you're getting a feel for the pitch. You're getting an idea. But the second and third, you're getting a little more comfortable. You know their pitches. You kind of know what they're thinking. So by them putting a reliever in first, it was cheating him out of the opportunity to do his job. Poor guy. What is bullshit about that was the entire fucking statement. The whole thing. So you're saying that you can't make an adjustment based on them doing something different. And if that's the case, if that's his way of thinking, that's everyone's way of thinking... I'm sorry, but you guys are going to be left behind. And on that, you're not a swing dinger. Not a swing dinger. You can't adjust. Sorry, Zach Cozart. You are no longer part of the swing ding family. You are on our hit list, brother. And for that, Zach Cozart, you are no longer part of the swing ding family. But speaking of a true swing dinger family member, we're at T. Hernandez. We are at T. Hernandez. And I'm going to go ahead and apologize again to you, T. Hernandez. 
I did not learn how to say your first name again this week. And I apologize, mm-hmm. but you know what? I was really busy ass-kicking both at work. Straight up. And at home. In a good way. In a good way. So, T. Hernandez. Your yard looks phenomenal, by the way. Thanks, brother. So, I, I can tell that. you put some time in. You know, again, guys, we're in Tampa, so that uh, that tropical storm has really done wonders to our landscaping. <laughs> but anyways, T. Hernandez, back to you. Guy, you know, you've had a rough week. Uh, I gave you praises mm-hmm. higher than I can ever imagine last week. And I still want you on the podcast, and I still right. want you to start following us on all of our social media outlets, and I want you on this show, but brother, you suffered a little bit of a back strain mm-hmm. uh, back on, I think, around the 18th of this month, and it kind of puts you in a damper. So I didn't, I, I didn't think you could translate the Madden curse to baseball. I've never seen such oh, a thing. don't. But we might have on our hands... <sighs> yeah. The Swingdinger curse. We might. This might be the Swingdinger, or as you called it earlier, Derek, the Tittle curse. And I the am tittle so sorry, Tito Hernandez. I hope that that is not the case. There's no goats involved here. But. Wow, that's your second uh, fucked up is. thing to say during the episode. <laughs> but, brother, you know, you're not doing terrible. You know, you're at seven home runs right now for the year, which right now that means you're around in the 50 ish mm-hmm. mark for mm-hmm. the Dingers so far in 2018. But, brother, you have made a really fast decline. And I am sorry. I'm not trying to hate on you. I love you. You know what? I'm going to say it. We talked about it last yep. week. I think we talked about a little bit about PEDs and steroids last week. I'm not saying, quote, unquote, to do anything illegal. But, brother, you just got into the majors. You need to figure things out. You don't want to see your way out of you the majors You don't want to see your way out of your majors. He's not, he's, he's not a Kyle Schwarber to where sending him back to the minors is a no, no, good no, no. thing where he's going to get his shit together. You're not a washed-up Batista. T. Hernandez. But T, brother, you've made a little bit of a decline, and I get back strain. I'm mm-hmm. 32 years old. He I might, get he back might, strain every day when I get out of bed. You might want to go pick up some Tylenol yes, in the yes. DR. And Derek, you are using quote fingers, I just noticed. I am, with, but, with my left yes. hand. Yes, but let's get some third world country uh, Tylenol, as Ty- you will. Yeah. If you will, to get better because brother, you're right now you're about seven home runs, seven dingers. We need our swing dinger family to represent. But your batting average is about two forty seven. Wrong direction. One hundred and fifty four at bats. He, he's, he's almost cut his batting average in half yeah. since you. T. I hate to brought him into the spotlight, you, but if you don't pick your shit up and get a little bit better, I'm gonna have to go out there and find a new T. Hernandez. And I kind of found him for me. You did so. It, you so did. during so during the past couple weeks and before this year even started, to be honest with you, I kind of had a man crush on a certain player Derek, coming say kind of coming to the American leagues. And if you guys have followed us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, you you've probably noticed some posts on my boy <laughs> Shohei Otani. Otani. Otani craze is sweeping the nation. God, Everyone wondered how it was going to be. Speaking of traditional baseball. Nobody knew how he was going to come over and both pitch and hit. Yep. But the, this kid loves his hot dogs, by the way. But I've the guy is a swing dinger personified. So he's not playing every game. He is only dh on certain days. Yep. He has six dingers, 19 ribbies, 11 walks, and batting a clean 309 Dear right now. God, as a pitcher. As a pitcher. This is a swing dinger. We love you, Otani. I'm not even going to go into your pitching because that's phenomenal as well. But I'm going to keep posting about you. I'm going to keep following you. I'm going to shoot you a couple things. If you could ever join social media, I'll meet you there. Amen, brother. All right, Derek. So we've talked about our boys. Yep. And we are the swing dingers, right? So All the way. You know, not only are we about baseball and just really making the best of it, 
But we are. We're the swing dingers. That's, that's hitting home runs. We, we swing to ding we daily. We swing to ding daily. And, guys, we figured out that per your requests and some messages we got, we got to start talking about the home runs in the Major League Baseball. Some of the dingers in Major League Baseball. And, guys, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go over a few stats right now. Again, it is Saturday at about 1030. But right now. You're going straight improv right now, and I'm excited because I, I have no clue what you're about Here to we talk go. about. Here I'm about to hit you with some knowledge. Okay? All right, let's go. Let's go. Number one for Dingers so far in 2018, okay. we got Mookie. Mookie, our at boy. 17. Who, by the way, I don't know if everybody saw my post, but we had both posted about who is going to finish this year with the most Dingers. We did. The duo of Giancarlo, Judge, yep. or Mookie, JD. And literally, hours after we made that post, Mookie went straight boneyard. He straight sw- boneyard. He swung and hit the dinger. God, you know what? And, and we're going to get back to the dingers and, and the top dinger yep. hitters of, of Major League Baseball that Tuesday. Guys, Tuesday was I'm gonna be honest Tuesday, with you. Tuesday was dinger day. Derek and I were trying to do a little bit of Instagram living and had some technical difficulties. But yes, my... if, anybody can, if anybody can get with us on how to... Do a collaborative yes. Instagram live with both sounds working. And we're working. pretty tech-savvy, I could admit. But the two of us are pretty tech-savvy, but Jesus Christ, that was the we, hardest thing. We that couldn't was worse do than college algebra. And you know what? We could have we just, we just could have stayed on Instagram live, we so could everybody could have looked at us because, God yeah. damn it, we're beautiful. Jeez, oh yeah. So I get it. But anyways, any help on that, we'd appreciate it. We'd appreciate it, guys. But Tuesday was the day of dingers. Mm-hmm. It was hashtag like, dinger day. My God, I mean, it was dinger after dinger, and not only were the dingers; those dingers were going yard. They were fucking bombs. These were four hundred plus yard dingers, Derek. I think by the time the two of us went to bed, and no, not with each other, <laughs> right? But the time that we went to bed, there were over twenty, 20 dingers. dingers. By I the time we went to bed, yeah. And guys, you know, I have no idea what we ended at, but. What we're going to kind of recap is mm-hmm. where we're at as far as the dinger leaders in Major League Baseball. Right now, I'm excited. again, Mookie, 17. Yeah, Trout's got to be up there. Trout, going into today, was at 16. Guess what? What? He just tied him. Woo! He's at 17 now, brother. That's the Otani factor. is at 16. My boy Bryce. Oh, that hair flip. Flip it. He. God, he's going to look good in a Cubs yeah. uniform next year. Oh, Derek, shut up. I'm excited. He's at 15. Manny, 15. Joey Gallo, which we were just talking about earlier, yep. having to change position, positionless baseball because of his hitting. He is at 14. He's a swing dinger, man. He really my is. My brave, my bravos, Ozzy at 14. Jose Ramirez, 14. And then we're going to scroll down a little bit here. We got Travis Shaw, 13. We got Davis uh, with the Oakland A's at 13. And Aaron Judge, you were at 13 going into tonight. He's got some work to do. He's actually at 14, so he's now right up there with number six, seven, and eight. He's up there with my and guys. Boys. If you're, we're we're putting this out pretty late at night. We are. So if you're listening to this on Sunday, and if it's go, changed, go back to yesterday's game. Yes. Watch Aaron Judge's home run because it is a bomb. Real he quick, straight mashed that speaking ball. Speaking of Judge, yeah. Not only does he mash the ball, not only does he hit those. All rise. All rise. The Judge again. We guys. I will fully admit. I hate. The New York Yankees, but I respect the hell out of that organization yep. and what baseball is because of them. That boy has got an arm on him. Well, you got you got a little bit of a man crush as well on him because okay, that that guys, was who you wanted was, to. You know what? To he be, is, so. and I can't pick him for my T Hernandez unless he really fucks up. But Aaron Judge, brother, you are a you're big sexy. You're you big. threw that ball a hundred point five miles an hour from uh-huh. the outfield in the home base for now. I think you He's might, if you saw my Instagram post, 
You like fucking Mario. Stone straight fire. When he gets that coin, he hits that question mark, mm-hmm. and he gets the fire. Let's throw some fireballs. That that's that's a, oh, oh, that's a beautiful comparison. It was. It was a beautiful comparison. And guys, so speaking of big sexy, yeah, go ahead. I know you were going into your recap. Bartolo Colon, oh. happy forty fifth birthday, the <laughs> big sexy himself, happy our Lord birthday. and Savior. Happy birthday. What, what, else, what, else, what else do we want to recap this you week? Know what? what else do we have that was, so, that was solid? Big week in baseball, guys. Yeah. And another thing we're going to start, start doing here on our podcast is, is just that. We do the podcast really kind of at the end of the week anyway. So why not recap what's going on in Major League Baseball? So, again, you just mentioned it. Our Lord and Savior. Bartolo. Amen, Bartolo. Uh, we already kind of talked about Dinger Tuesday here. Dinger Tuesday. Uh, Hanley Ramirez. Oh, man. Woo! Did he see this coming? God, you know. Did he see this coming? But you know what? On on a on he's a, been traded a lot, Derek. So I kind of think he had to. But he got he got designated for assignment. He didn't he did. get traded. They said, it's "Hey, true. can you just pack your shit and go to the islands?" Yeah. So that got me thinking. All right, so MLB contracts they're guaranteed. Yep. If you were getting paid that much money, and before halfway through the year they just said, "All right, we're going to designate you for assignment." Okay. I would be happy as shit. I wouldn't give two shits because you know. Because you're still getting paid at this point. Yes. MLB contracts are guaranteed. I'm getting paid millions and millions of dollars. Send yeah. my ass to the islands for two months. The trade deadline is not till the end Let of July. Let your hair down, Hanley. Let your hair down. Sign me in July. I'll see you in August. I'll see you for a playoff. Manana. I'm a swing to ding type of player. Absolutely. So I'm going to come in there for an American League team. Just throw me in DH. Fuck it. Who I'll go in. I'll swing. I'll hit you some home runs. I'm going to get you to the playoffs. You know, even though some people will say Hanley's having a bad week, but... <laughs> I think he's having a great week. A good fucking week. Wellington Castillo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's it's week X-Cub. two. It's X-Cub. week two now. It's it's the next Robinson Cano. Yeah. Here here's another guy. What is he? Eighty game suspension. Eighty game suspension. So for PED steroids. We just talked about this last week, brother. You've been in the big leagues long enough to know that's not what you're supposed to do. Now, T. Hernandez. Maybe a little bit. But Wellington... There's some ibuprofen on those shelves for you, T. Yes, Hernandez. but Wellington, what the hell were you thinking? Yeah, brother, you've been in the big leagues. You've played for the Cubs. You've seen a winner yep. firsthand. You go to the Orioles. You rake. You get traded to the White Sox. Actually, he might have got signed a free agent. I'll have to check on that. But you know better. You know better. And guys, just like deaths, things come in threes. Who's so, next? As Goldberg would say, who's next? Who's next. And that kind of leads me, speaking of who's next, who's next up is our D-backs. My oh, man. God, brother. They, they, these guys yeah. were the talk of MLB. We've kind of shit on them this week, so this is perfect that you brought but them. We have a shit on And I'm going to keep shitting on them because they keep shitting on themselves and keep wetting the bed and becoming lower and lower. They were, guys, they were in the NL East. They were number one in the NL East. Like, West, sorry, West. No doubt about they it. They got fucking nervous. They got nervous. And guys... The Rockies took your place. The Rockies. They're a Rocky Mountain High. Woo! Oh, my God. Give me two claps and a replay right now. Woo! So, the D-backs started off on fire. Perfect timing, by the way, because the Dodgers are shitting the bed in the yep. NL West. So, you have the opportunity to go up double digits in that division. And what do they do? They choke. They, they choke. played in the last week, week and a half, and they, they're just losing every game and right now. And not only that, guys, the Rockies... They got the best haircuts. They do that have mullet. the best haircuts. Oh, my God. Your boy, Charlie Woo-hoo. Blackman. Little party up front. Business in the front. 
party in the back, Derek. I know what you mean. You know what, Derek? You've had a few too many of those highlights. This is, so I think this is where, guys, we're going to call it a night. That's a good idea. It's around that's 11 a good o'clock idea. on Saturday night from Derek and I here in Tampa, Florida. Guys, we're about to go to bed, but Derek, I'm going to let you do our famous signature, which we forgot about last week. We did forget we were about really sleepy, And we will tonight, never, ever forget about it again. Absolutely not. We're not going to forget about that again. So guys, make sure in life, you do not swing to miss. Yep. You swing to ding. You swing to ding, brother. We'll see you next week, Amen. guys. Bye.